much. Okay. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Mamacita, your weekly mama date where we discuss all things momming while Latina. Hi, I'm Wendy. I'm currently a stay-at-home mom by day and flamenco dancer and writer by night. I live in the suburbs. I'm raising two bicultural children. I'm from El Salvador, but grew up in Los Angeles in a very traditional Latin household. And I'm Alex. I'm a single mom of a fabulous five-year-old girl. I'm an artist, actress, and dancer living in LA. My life is not so traditional. We've been friends for over 13 years, and trust us, figuring out motherhood is way more fun with your fellow mamacitas. Okay, Latinos, Latinx, estamos de moda. We're hot stuff right now. I know. In the media. I feel like it is a really good moment right now for Latinos. Yes, it is. People are finally like, our voices need to be heard. Our stories need to be told. Definitely. But it's not the first time this has happened. No, it goes in waves, right? Yes. Yes. And now again, I think people are finally taking notice that uh, Latinos, we are consumers and you need to create products that we will consume. Yeah. And we are no longer going to just take products that are created content. for... Content. Yeah. Yeah. But not just content. Products, content, all yeah. of that stuff that is just for a quote-unquote mainstream American audience. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I was looking up some facts and listen to this. It says hit by, us with some facts, Wendy. I will hit you with some facts, girl. By 2023, the buying power of the United States Latinx population is expected to top... trillion, which is higher than the gross domestic product, the GDP, of countries like Australia, Spain, and Mexico. Wow. Do you even know how many zeros are in 1.9 trillion? Because I can't tell you off the bat. Like those numbers like just don't compute. I'm like, how many people in the United States consider themselves part of the Latino or Latinx population? I have no idea. Hit us with some facts, Wendy. I'm going to hit you with some facts, girl. 60 million. 60 million. 60 million living in the U.S. constitute nearly a fifth of the total U.S. population. And you know how much we've grown since 2000 to 2018? 70%. Oh, wow. And the last interesting fact I'm going to tell you to set us up for a really good podcast episode today. (laughs) Thank you, Wendy. Thank you. So Latinx consumers, the youngest minority group with a median age of just 28 are swiftly approaching their peak earning years, accounting for 75% of the labor force. Okay. So this means that the Latinx population is young. Yes. Okay. Very soon, we, were gonna, we are going to reach our peak earning years. And that means we're going to want to buy products in all aspects of business. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so this is why estamos de moda. Estamos de moda. Yeah. Because everyone's looking at these studies going, holy shit. We have to cater to uh, yes. this uh, population. Yes. Yeah. And you know when I started noticing it, you sent me something and it was like, con todo Netflix. Yes. And I was like... What? What? Con todo Netflix? What's that? Yeah, it's a whole Latino, like, social media. I don't really know what this is, to be honest. They're producing content. It's just, uh, it's on social media. Okay. So it's it's on, like, the traditional channels of social media. Yeah. Like, Instagram, Twitter, and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Okay. 
And they are just putting out content specifically for Latinos. And you know what? You sent me that link. And then later on, I think I read an article that was saying that uh, Netflix was really trying to diversify in the way they cast uh, all the in-house film production. Yeah. But also um, they realized that one of the biggest markets that they're not catering to is the Latino population. And so they started to create this thing, Con Todo Netflix. So yeah. it is a really good time for Latino writers and storytellers and content creators. So you told me about this. And then later on, I started seeing HBO Palante. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? Everyone is now doing something to cater to Latinos because people are finally seeing <laughs> the importance of that. Exactly. And so what we're getting at today is, are they going to get it right? How are Latinos <laughs> going to be represented? <laughs> Okay, so let me tell you, this is one of the reasons why, you know, I'm like such a fan of Gloria Calderon Kellett. Yes. I love her because I feel like the stuff that she creates is so representative of like where I come from. Like it makes sense. Even though I'm not Cuban, but I'm Uh from Miami. Yeah. And so, because I feel like there have been so many stories of the Mexican-American experience. Yes. But not everyone relates to that. No. You know, it's so different. And that's one of the things I think everyone is noticing right now. Yes, we are all Latinos, but there's so many different kinds of Latinos with different traditions, you know, cultures, stories. Yes, um, thank de you. Todo, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're not all Mexican, you guys. Like, we don't relate to that. Like, not everyone relates to the East L.A., Mexican-American, Chicano experience. Right. Like, a lot of a lot of people do, and it's great that those shows are out there, mm-hmm. but... Somebody like me, for example, like I didn't grow up like that. Totally. I think in the past, uh, Hollywood has really tried, or maybe hasn't really tried, but just I don't like know. They really tried. They pretended to try. And yeah, they were like, what's the easiest thing? Well, we're producing in LA, and in LA, we have a large Mexican American population, so let's cater to them. Um, but now, I think just on a larger scale, we're talking about like content creators, right? Mm-hmm. Um, entertainment and all that stuff. But even politically, I think people are realizing that the Latino population is super nuanced. We all come from different countries. Yes. We all speak Spanish, but all of our Spanish is... Different. Different. Yes. I mean, I have words that you don't understand. You mm-hmm. have words I don't understand. We're all Absolutely. speaking Spanish. Yeah. It's colloquial terms that come from growing up in very specific countries. Mm-hmm. That and also, I think people are realizing we're not a race group. We're an ethnicity and mm-hmm. we're like a cultural group. Yeah. And so we come... Yes, we come in all colors and shapes and sizes and what have you. Yes. And we're not all the same. So do you think they're going to get it right? I'm hopeful. Yes. So let's talk about these Latino stereotypes, okay? Specifically for the... Specifically. Specifically for the mom (laughs) Latino stereotypes. Specifically. Specifically. I know. Now I can't say it. So, okay, this is my whole thing with this, okay? Okay. Where are we going? Where are we going? Take us there. We're going. All right? Let's go. Okay. I love that this is happening. Are they going to get it right? Or are we just going to keep perpetuating these stereotypes of the Latin woman and the Latin mom? Let's see. Here is something that I think is a stereotype 
of Latina moms. Huh. That they're always cooking and making really yummy food at home and they want to feed everybody. Uh, hello, did you just not eat a delicious dinner at my house? Okay, but that's you. <laughs> Girl, my mom didn't cook. Like, not all moms are that's like true. in the kitchen all day because. Think about it. Like when you see these, you know, TV shows, that's how the mom is represented always. She's always in the kitchen. She's always making food and always trying to feed people. <laughs> you guys, I'm sure there are many moms that are like yeah. that, but that is not true for everybody. No, it's true. I always laugh because it's always like the grandma trying to overfeed the grandchildren. Yeah, it's but like, that's not you're real full. life. You're full. Just keep eating. Just keep eating. Estás muy delgado. Tienes que ponerte más gordito. Just get like, a little bit chubby. It's funny because... It is true in certain ways, in certain families, whatever, but it's not everyone. Like, no, it's, it's not. not. That definitely is a stereotype. And I think we're all over it, right? Because even though it is true I to some families, it's it. not true. It's not true because moms are out working and don't have time to like be home all day cooking and trying to force feed that's you. That's true. Like, and I'm sorry. That's not real life anymore. Maybe it was back then. Actually, I totally agree with you because I just had a thought. If Latina moms were at home cooking all day long, I don't think we would have such a high rate of obesity in the Latino population or such a high rate of uh, diabetes, two, diabetes mm-hmm. yeah. early onset diabetes in children. Mm. Um because if the moms were cooking, we wouldn't be eating all this crap. So you are right. Hollywood, get it right. Yeah. We're over that. This is not a true representation because, anymore. Yeah, it doesn't apply to everyone, especially nowadays. Like, I feel like every movie or TV show I see where there's, like, a Latino family represented, the mom's, like, in the kitchen making, like, tortillas and shit. Like, no. Like, that's not... That's, and we don't all eat tortillas. We don't all, all eat tortillas. tortillas. Don't look the yeah. same. <laughs> Do you know this? Like Salvadoran yeah, no, tortillas yeah. look like fatty little you know pancakes. What? It's funny. It just made me think of I Love Lucy because, you know, I love that show. Yes. I'm like, such a fan of I Love Lucy. You know, Ricky, the character Ricky, uh-huh. he's from Cuba. Yeah. And they're always saying like, oh, tortillas and like beans. Are they whatever. really? Yes. Like, because, you know, That's this hilarious. was done in Hollywood in yeah. L.A., you know. And so what they know is like Mexican. So they're always... Are they really? Yeah, they make references to Mexican food, but he is a Cuban character. Well, actually, and and Desi Arnaz, he's really Cuban. Yeah, so it's just funny because I'm like, what tortillas? They don't have tortillas. No, in Cuban cuisine, that's not. I know, and I'm like, why didn't anybody speak up or something? But probably because I don't know, their audience was here. Yes, that's true. In LA, and yeah, that always bugs me because I'm like, okay, that's. Such a stereotypical thing. Like, okay, Latinos eat tortillas. No, we don't. Not I mean, all of us. Not all of us. <laughs> That's really funny. I've never noticed that. But you know what? Hollywood doesn't have a good, like, reputation of getting cultural no. references right. You know, they just go for, like, the easiest thing. The easiest okay, way of representing this the may, other. This may not apply specifically to this episode, but I'm going to share this anyway because it's funny because... It happens so much, and you're going to laugh. Uh-huh. So I got called the other day to do a, a show, to do a gig, and they want flamenco dancers. And uh-huh. they're like, oh, yeah, so we want to have the flamenco dancers along with the mariachi. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Story you guys, of my life, guys. Story you guys, don't you understand? There's Those are two completely separate countries. <laughs> like They're in separate they're continents. They're in separate continents. <laughs> like... 
<laughs> oh my god, you guys, look at a map. Like, come on. Yes. I hate that. I, I hate know. when people mix up cultures like people that. People always think I'm oh. a belly dancer. I'm like, oh my god. I dance flamenco. <laughs> Is that like salsa? <laughs> exactly. Do you have a partner for that? Okay. Oversexualized. This is the one that kills me. Like, even when you're a Latino mom portrayed in Hollywood, you're always oversexualized, right? Like, there's always like the mom wearing the tight clothes with like the cleavage. And, you know, that's fine, but that's not an everyday situation. It's funny because, okay, yes, I've seen that, but I've also seen the other extreme. And I feel like the other extreme bothers me more. What, where it's like a frumpy mom? Where, where it's like, like, no, but hold on. Not mm. just a frumpy mom, because frumpy mom, I think it's like a stereotype, just for moms in general. Yes. That that includes, you know, American, white, whatever, yeah, totally. anything. But we're talking about specifically Latino stereotypes mm-hmm. here. See si or no, that they're always like in the kitchen making food with an apron. I'm sorry, what? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I have an apron to take cute pictures in, but that's it. <laughs> I'm not walking around. Like, I don't live in an apron because I don't live in my kitchen. Like, yeah, no, I cook a lot. I'm not going to lie. No, I know. And I never wear the apron. I wear the apron for like cute photo ops during, yeah. you know, Thanksgiving when I'm not cooking. <laughs> no, but I mean, is it just me or I feel like the mom, like specifically like the mom or the abuelita character yes. is always in like an apron. Like yes. what? She lives what in the apron. What century do we live in, you guys? I Come know. on. I think what you're saying about like the stereotypical like hot Latina, I think that's more for like the single Latina. No. Is it for moms too? Yeah. Okay. So Let's you see, remember let- uh, Modern Family? I love well, this show. Yes. Sofia Vergara. Yes. But that character was like specifically done to like kind of exaggerate that yeah, type totally. of person. But yeah. you know how popular that show was? Mm-hmm. And who the audience was for this show? Who is the audience? White America. For- and so if this is the character <clears throat> that white America <clears throat> is seeing as the Latino mom character, guess what? That's what they think that a Latina moms like are. Yeah. Yes. One mm-hmm. or the other, right? Like the really hot Sofia Vergara mom. Or the one who lives in an apron yes. and makes tortillas all day. Yes. Where, where, where is she? I, I mean, where are the people in between who have like regular jobs? <laughs> and wear like jeans and a t-shirt, like a normal human being and like pick up food on the way home. Like, yeah, I, don't, I don't know, girl. Maybe that's not that interesting. <laughs> okay. The one I don't like because I have heard it said to me and I'm like, excuse me? Como que que? What? Uh-huh. That Latinas are crazy. Oh, no, they didn't. Hold on, wait, wait. Let me get a little more specific. I don't date Latinas. Y'all are crazy. Excuse me, what? Uh-huh. Girl, like seriously, I've been told that. Wow. And? What'd you say to that? I mean, you keep coming back to the Latinas, so I don't know. So maybe you're a little bit insane because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. But really, like, they think that we're all going to blow up and do some crazy escandalo and some crazy shit. I'm like, I I know how to behave myself. I'm not going to do some, like, crazy over-the-top shit. I mean. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) It depends on the situation. But we're not all crazy. No, we're We're not. not. Everyone has different personality traits, guys. Why do we always portray 
Latino the women. Loudest. And also the moms yeah. as being like super crazy, super loud, obsessive. Over the top, yes. like aggressive, crazy ass bitch. Like. Yes, obsessive with their children. So this is another Latino stereotype that I think is often used, especially in the media. It's the chancla. I was going to say that. Yes. I'm sorry. There was never any mention ever in my childhood of a chancla. Who does no. that? I'm sorry. First of all, Who like, does? okay, in El Salvador, we don't even say chanclas. This is a word I learned here in the U.S. We say ginas. <laughs> Las ginas oh my are God, your like so house shoes. Why like, does that make me think of like vagina? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't Where's know. my mind today? Jeez. Where's your mind every episode, girlfriend? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yes, we don't even use chanclas. We use ginas. ginas. Y nadie le pega a su niño con las ginas. Like, we yeah. don't do this. No, I know. So, guys, yes. take note. Listen to this episode. Take note. Okay, so look. <laughs> I spend a lot of time on social media. Unfortunately, I'm one of those. I'm always like scrolling and wasting my life away <laughs> on social media. <laughs> I'm going to confess to that. Okay. I scroll a lot. Done, done. Done, done. So it's interesting to me mm-hmm. how most like videos that I see like on social media, you know how everyone's doing like these little like TikTok videos or their reels or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're really funny. They yeah. are. But most of them, when it's, like, about, like, moms, Latina moms, it's this whole energy of, like, like, the Latina moms are really mean to their children. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to smack you with a chancleta and I'm going to talk shit to you. Yeah. I'm like, who does that? Like, I'm sorry, but my mother thought I was the most beautiful thing in the world. <laughs> And so are you. Yeah. La, la niña más linda del mundo. Hello. Like, I don't, like, <laughs> I feel like, like, do we come from a completely different world? Because what yes. I see represented is, like, yes, we do. this tough, mean mother who, like, hates her children and throws shoes at them. Like, I... <laughs> throws her genus. <laughs> throws the, throws the gina. <laughs> don't throw your gina around, girl. Just don't do it. Be a good girl. <laughs> You got to be picky where you throw that china, all right? Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, like all these things, it's like the moms are like mean to their children and like the, just the the way that they interact. I'm like that is so not the way that I grew up. Right. I grew up the opposite. Like my mom would never throw a shoe at me or threaten <laughs> me with a chancla. My mom didn't even wear chanclas. She was like in no, high she heels. She did. She was like in her fancy high heels 24/7 every day. Every day like with her hair done. With her hair did and like her telling, nails and telling me that I was the most beautiful perfect angel and I'm still a virgin. Like you guys, it's like this is a completely different world. Yes. So growing up People would ask me, ah, ¿cómo te llamas? And I would say, Wendy Michelle Castellanos, Portillo del Mundo. No, wait, what's my name? (laughs) I'm sorry. It's because now my name is so long. I just got lost in it. (laughs) Te perdiste del mundo. Guys, I am that stereotype that has like 25 names and then I got married and instead of cutting out some names, I added on. I hyphenated. You're like, oh shit. What? I hyphenated. Who am I? I'm like, what is my name? Wait, hold on. So when I was a kid, I would never use my mom's last name, even though that went at the end. Mm -hmm. We didn't do that. We said, 
Wendy Michelle Castellanos del mundo. Why? Because my parents told me que yo era la niña más linda del mundo. I was the most beautiful girl in the world. So I thought that was part of my name. And so then people would be like, oh, I thought your mom's last name was Portillo. Who's del mundo? Can, and okay, then you have to explain. Can we make a t-shirt that just has like, del, del mundo? mundo. <laughs> I'm going to start hashtagging that, del mundo. Yes. We're Actually, like, my sister-in-law makes fun of me. And the she funniest calls podcasters, me del mundo. <laughs> Las mamacitas, del, del mundo. mundo. <laughs> Your you know, favorite gals, del mundo. <laughs> so yeah. that is a last name. So I think that's why people were confused and they were like, isn't your mom's last name Portillo? Why are yeah. you del mundo? Porque soy la niña más linda del mundo. Pero por supuesto. Do you not know this? <laughs> Do you not see this? Look at this face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I don't know. I guess in this uh, in this sense, I am a Latina mom like that because I tell my daughter oh, me too. all the time oh, me too. that she's the most beautiful thing in the world. Me too, girl. I'm like, mi niña linda, preciosa de mi vida. Like, oh, I'm yeah. just like gushing over her yep. because I'm so in love with my daughter. Oh, and me too. All day long. I will not throw a shoe at her. No, we will not. Okay. This one we've talked about before. Latina moms are always the martyr. Can we please stop this stereotype? And can we just represent a Latina mom who's got her shit together, who's yes. a professional, who who's like... out there doing shit. Yes. And I'm not saying who can have it all because that whole phrase is like super weighted with like very difficult, you know, consequences and everything. Yeah. But like, you know, who's got her shit together. It's not always like la madre sacrificada, sacrificada. like the martyr. I love my children and I will do anything for them. But can we stop perpetuating yeah. this whole the martyr stereotype. mom yeah. situation? Because things are changing and that's just not the reality mm -hmm. anymore. Okay, this one. Latina women only work as maids or housekeepers. Of course, on television. I always. hate that shit. Oh, They're always the God. cleaning lady. That's annoying. That's so can hell. we talk about how in the U.S. Latinas are always the cleaning lady or like the help or whatever? Yeah. And then in Latin America, when you watch the telenovelas, all the cleaning ladies are darker Black. skin, indigenous, Afro-Latinas, yeah. you know? And I'm like, why? Why? It's like, we hate ourselves this much. We're going to perpetuate the stereotypes on all fronts yeah. in the U.S. and in, in our countries of origin. Come on, guys. This yeah. one kills me. That sucks. You know what? I had a maid and she was white and her name was Harmony. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and yeah. she did not do a great job. Sorry, Harmony. She's not listening yeah. to this. She's not. This is a funny one. I don't think this pertains to my upbringing, but we're obsessive about sweaters. I don't care about a sweater. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ponte un sweater. Yeah. That, that's like Jenny Lorenzo. She's always, you know. Yeah. The abuela. I love that, that character. I love her too. Oh my gosh. She's amazing. Um, that I do get. My mom was that type. My mom is that type. Like when she's cold, she tells you to put on a sweater. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
you know what? I kind of do that too. I mean, I'm not always like, ponte un suéter. Not like that. But I'm always cold. Like, people just know this. Like, I am always cold. I'm Absolutely. Cold. Super friolenta all the time. So I'm always like, baby, you're not cold? Like, baby, you don't want a jacket? Like, I'm, I'm always asking her because I'm freezing and my daughter is the opposite. She was <laughs> hot. Yeah. She doesn't even like having covers on her when she sleeps. I and know, I'm like, children either. can we put like everything on? Like, uh, bring a freaking heater in. Like, I am always cold. And so I'm always asking her, like, you're not cold, baby? Do you want a sweater? Do you want a jacket? Do you want, like, yeah. So in that way, I'm a little bit like that. Okay, we think Vicks cures everything. Did well, you grow up like this? Vicks does cure everything, girl. Ah! Don't you know? <laughs> El bicho paporu. So, okay. I had no clue. This was actually called Vicks Vapor Rub. Girl, nobody knew that. Nobody... Like I've had my this whole conver- life. I have had this exact <laughs> conversation with so many people, so many Latinos. Like we seriously did not know what this product was called until our adult years. Because yes, when you had to buy it yourself. Baby, yes, right? and then and you're, you're like, like looking. Yeah, we're like looking in the aisles. Where is the bitch paparu? <laughs> Excuse me. Do you sell bitch paparu? <laughs> you said bitch paparu. <laughs> bitch. Bitch. Bitch paparu. That's hilarious. So, Viva Poru. I always thought it was Viva Poru. My mom would say, Beach Paporu. <laughs> so, okay. that stereotype is true. <laughs> no, that that is completely true, girl. Come on now. All right. Okay, this one I see a lot on social media. Because, I, I mean, I follow all these uh, accounts, too, uh-huh. you know, that are specifically geared toward the Latino population, specifically Latino women. Yeah. And it's meant so that we can, like, feel like we are represented. represented and also, like, we can identify with each other, right? And yeah. laugh and commiserate and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But this one, I'm like, really? This is a thing? Like, you turn the oven into a storage Yes, space? my mom. She does? Okay. That's my mom. Because, be, okay, hold on. This proves my point because not all Latinas are cooking. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Your mom doesn't cook. You store shit in the oven because it's like an extra closet shelf space. Yeah. Because you're not baking. I'm sorry, who bakes? I bake. Uh, yeah, okay, fine. I know. We're talking about stereotypes. <laughs> I'm not talking about, re- we're not talking about reality here. People are multifaceted and this is the thing. Everyone is so different. Yes. Everyone is so different. Yes. Yeah. And can we just create real characters that I want are... I want to see characters that are just real people and oh hey she might be Latina okay cool yeah can you we know not what I make mean? it it's not like whole... a Latina character it's like yes. she is a person and this. oh by the way she speaks Spanish because her family is you know from whatever cool but her life is normal and she wears jeans and a t-shirt like everybody else in the world like it's just a normal person yes this Please. is what I'm talking about. Okay. The thing is that every time I see a Latino character represented in the media, it usually, that is their whole identity. Just being the Latino, Latino yeah. Latinx. It's, and many times it doesn't even, like, we can't relate. No, because, because it's too big. It's too big of an identity. You can't encompass everyone's countries, everyone's traditions. Yeah. Like, can we not make it a whole, like... It has to be a multifaceted person. It can't just be, I am Latino and so that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's the hard part. We just can't keep perpetuating these and then creating caricatures instead of people. Yes. Oh that's my God. You just said that. that it, that's exactly it. Yeah. They are caricatures mm-hmm. of what a Latino is and it's, and it's not a real person and it sucks. Yeah. Okay. This is another one. 
Everyone thinks that Latinos are always late to everything. First of all, I know, I know you're hiding, hiding. right now behind your chair. I'm hiding. Yes, you're always late. I am always late, you guys. I'm so sorry. You're perpetuating that stereotype. You're ruining it for everybody. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm always late. So I'm the opposite. I'm always early, early. and on time. I'm like, you say you're going to be here at 3. You better be here at 3. Or I'm. you tell me to show up at 3.30. I'm going to show up at 3.25. Uh, Knock on your door. I can't handle you. I know. I'm uh. sorry. But you know what it was? I wasn't this crazy about time until my husband was like, you know. So you are crazy. I am. Oh, my God. You I'm, crazy Latina I'm woman. crazy Latina woman. <laughs> Who shows up before the time that she's supposed to be there. Why do I do that? Parties don't start on time. Yeah, girl, I can't. I can't with that. So my husband, actually, he was like, this is when I crossed over to the other side. Oh, no. <laughs> I did my crossover. <laughs> Let's hear it. He said, when you're late, you're disrespecting other people's time. And I was like, oh. Yeah. So no, that- I get that. I mean, I, I am aware of that. It's just I am really bad with calculating time. Like, you know what I mean? Girl, it's okay. This is a stereotype that's not just for Latinos. I mean, people say like. No, it's know, Latino yeah. time. But it's not just Latino time. You've never heard of like Filipino time and like. No, I, know, I haven't. Other, no? no. Okay, so I have. I've heard of like all the ethnicities. <laughs> all time. the times. Because yes. Okay. What I've heard is like Cuban time or Latino time. And I, I live by that time. I know you do. I live by that time. I'll yep. tell you I'm going to be there at three, but I show up at four. 30. Five. <laughs> <laughs> So this, oh, this one I totally could relate to because I always thought about this growing up. (laughs) It says, okay, so you're going out, right? So if you have an American mom, they go, all right, see ya. In the UK, they say bye. And then in Mexico, they said, ¿A dónde chingados vas? ¿Que ya te mandas solo? ¿A qué horas vas a llegar? Aquí no es un hotel. ¿Ya limpias el tiradero? No tienes tiempo para tu madre, pero para la calle sí. So it's like it keeps going and going and going. So I always think of that like we don't just say bye. It's like, adios, que Dios te bendiga. Andes con cuidado. ¿Quién va a estar ahí? Espera, regresa. Girl, that's like hanging up the phone. Yeah. A conversation in English is like, all right, cool. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Click. Yeah. En español. Ah, ok. Saludos a la familia. Saludos, te cuidas. Bendiciones, te me cuidas. Nos hablamos pronto. Yeah, ok, ok. It takes like 25 minutes. Ok, mom, yeah, I gotta go. Sí, pero mijita, eh, una cosa que te iba a decir que. Hold on. But like, what? Oh my God. So, is this. Ok, this stereotype is true. Ok, oh, this one. They only speak Spanish or Spanglish. (laughs) Or they have an accent. Yes. Oh my God. Okay, <laughs> I have Spotify. Uh-huh. Like, I'm always listening to music on Spotify. I don't know why, but there's always this ad that pops up every time. And it's, <laughs> oh my God, it's the worst. I'm sorry. It is like the worst voiceover ad situation that I have ever heard. It bugs me so much. I like literally like cringe every time it starts. The accent is so thick 
you can't even understand what the hell she's saying. She's speaking in English uh-huh. with like a Latino accent or what, you know what I mean? Like, like it's fake. I'm pretty sure it's fake because I don't think anybody really speaks like that. Or if they do, like, why are they speaking in English? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you getting paid to do voiceover in English? (sighs) And here's the thing. I don't understand why that advertisement pops up in my Spotify every freaking time. It bothers me so much. Why? Why do they do that? Because they want to appeal to the Latina or like the Latino market yes and so i speak english guys (laughs) thank you (laughs) what are some of the stereotypes of the latina woman or mom that you've encountered in the media do you see yourself accurately represented what would you like to see in the portrayal of latina women and moms in the media tell us on the next episode of mamacita making mom friends This is a podcast about starting conversations, so share your thoughts. Leave us comments. Send us pictures of your mama date. Mama Cita. Mama date. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Mama Cita Podcast. And if you want to talk to us live, look for us on Clubhouse. New episodes out every Friday, so don't forget to subscribe. And if you like what you heard, please give us five stars and leave a review. Thank you for listening. Also, check out our Mama Cita blog. Find that and more at mamacitapodcast.com. You said open your lens. I thought you were going to say open your lens. (laughs) What is wrong with me? There is no episode where Alex isn't taken to like a sexual thing. So sorry. (laughs) My apologies. Stereotypical Alex. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're the worst.